0: Well, I was cold when I came in here. Um Yeah, then
1: you turn but, on the lights and now but we're the talking? lights
0: give it such like a delightful like stranger things early nineties vibe that I, I need them.
1: But you need to just buy like cool lights. These aren't cool lights. These are just regular They're lights. They're
0: super cool. What are you talking about?
1: Cool. Like give off cool, like ambient, like no
0: heat. Oh like cool like a cucumber. Yes.
1: These lights are not those. These are just old lights you have. So you're like, here's old lights. Actually, probably that's not from true. the nineties.
0: I ordered them on Amazon.
1: And you order probably cheap ones. Oh,
0: fuck yeah.
1: And we're in this situation going, why is the closet so warm at the end? Welcome, 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 everybody, to Becky Left the Chats scheduled for one call, one call, one fall feed. I am your navigator, your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co host, Jen. Hello. And we are, uh, we actually are restarting our initial discussion because we had something that we'll call Lightgate, where we have uh, <laughs> These Christmas lights that are up here and uh, Jen thought that it looked like a good photo op. I thought that I looked like um, like an extra, like one of the roadies from the <laughs> WWE, just not as jacked. And so uh, we went back and forth of uh, what the quality of that photograph was. So news to say we stopped and we're restarting. But October 92, part two, we're here. We're ready to dive into it. We got... October 24th superstars, October 31st superstars. I think we're going to actually get a handle of what the Survivor Series is going to be about. And uh, it's a pretty good one. So I'm going to get started by running down the matches as we're wont to do on these superstars. And Jen, you'll Mm -hmm. jump in with the promos. Sound good? Mm Mm-hmm. So we are starting October 24th, 1992. We are in Hershey Park at that filming that's been going on for 10,000 years.
0: <laughs> have we been here since like June? <laughs> what We've been. What's well, happening?
1: They had one that was like September 1st, which was right after, which said it was in Hershey Park, which was right after the uh, SummerSlam, mm-hmm. right? And now we're here again. This one says it's filmed September 21st. So, I mean, it just kind of is what it is. But we have Crush defeating Ken Johnson, the Natty D's. Defeating Bill Jordan and Tom Stone to retain that title. Nails against Scott Zappa that had at no contest, which we are going to discuss potentially in length. The Undertaker. Being Jason Helton. The model Rick Martell against Butch Banks. And Papa Shango against Victor Reeves. Yep. Our commentators were uh, Vino Mack and Mr. Perfect. And really... This is kind of a promo-heavy episode, I would say, right? This is kind of like, these are the promos that are setting the stage for next week, and then the feuds that are going to come to the Survivor Series, Now,
0: Yeah, you get some new Survivor Series matches.
1: How did we open? What was our first promo?
0: We get the Ultimate Maniacs. I'm
1: talking about how they're going to beat everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: They're Ultimate, and they're Maniacs, and they're going to beat everybody with their combined forces.
1: I mean... I'm pretty excited for that match. Do you think it's going to go off without a hitch? Nope. Okay. That was quick. <laughs> that was dirty. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So don't get too excited for it. What other promos do we have?
0: Uh, Well, Jim Duggan wants you to vote.
1: I know. That's what I was trying he to say really last week. I was does. like, this guy just won't stop with the voting. He,
0: he won't stop. Some would say he can't.
1: I mean, he doesn't need to because, I mean, we all need to get out there and vote. It's a presidential election.
0: 1992.
1: we got to get out there and vote.
0: H- George HW
1: mm-hmm running for a second term
0: bush yeah here's a spoiler
1: William Jefferson
0: yeah um we so nails right what's going on with nails
1: well he comes out into the ring to have a match and what happens
0: but like what is he what is he doing
1: is it the spittle, or is it just...
0: It's the spittle, it's the voice box voice, it's the, like, excessively long stare down between him and the Undertaker. Which
1: that I, I thought was beautiful.
0: It's definitely the highlight of this episode, or one of them. No, I'd say it's probably the highlight of this episode.
1: So, explain uh, this, to everybody that didn't watch, what's actually happening there?
0: Uh, he just throws scott zappa over the top rope and then he takes the mic and he starts yelling at boss man and he says he's not he's not leaving he's not gonna go anywhere until the boss man comes out but he has this like disgusting spittle on his mouth Mm -hmm. and he his he's talking like through a voice box but he's not that's just how he sounds so he sounds like Kane, kind of like i don't know what's happening (laughs) this is a foreshadowing of that But then Undertaker comes out for his match, even though clearly, like, his guys... Like, the match hasn't started yet, but he comes out anyway, and then they just stare at each other (laughs) in the ring. I mean... Like, maybe they're going to kiss, which is always what I think when I see two Manses staring very closely at each other.
1: I don't think they're going to kiss. I think the Undertaker's letting him know there's only room for one dedicated character in this town. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like, I'm going to bury Kamala. that I'm going to potentially bury Papa Shango if I get my hands on him. Like, I'm here.
0: Yeah. He basically told him telepathically that he's going to go home to his workshop and try to craft a large coffin for him next.
1: <laughs> next. I like that. You're like,
0: next. Well, no, because he's working on Kamala. He's,
1: I was going to be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. He's, he's working on Kamala's right now, right?
0: Yeah we get um, we get promos from the Beverly Brothers from the Bushwhackers and from the nasty boys who are scheduled to have a title match with the natural disasters next week so on 10 20 on 1031
1: on Superstars
0: on Superstars on okay. October 31st hashtag Halloween there's they're supposed to have a um, tag team title match. Okay. I know we mentioned the um, Inspector Gadget chic, but I just want to remind everybody that when the model came out, he's he, this is his new look now.
1: I, or is it just this A one taping? Out. Is it just <laughs> his one taping that he's decided this is what I'm bringing with me in my suitcase, right? I, you know, he definitely who's to say? He definitely looks like Inspector Gadget and he really needs like if anyone needs
0: little round glasses
1: like a penny to help them out. Yeah. It's, it's him. He yeah, needs yeah. like a little kid to help him out. Mm-hmm. Just, just do the thing and he mm-hmm. can grow tall and be a model. Because yes, he really is a model. I know this. You know this. We all know this.
0: The irony of that is that he's actually not though. You know what I mean? It's his uh, layers of kayfabe
1: pockets. Kayfabe. It's just it's just a hot pocket of kayfabe. It's, it's like a spanakopita kayfabe. That's what it is. It's just flaky layer on yeah. flaky layer. Mixed with Spanish.
0: I want Greek food. Well,
1: you know what? Everybody makes choices. You choose not to have Greek food tonight. But did you choose to have any more promos? Did you leave out any I promos? I go pro.
0: Um, the <laughs> Surviv- <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. Survivor Series Report has promos from Ric Flair and Razor Ramon with Mr. Perfect. The Mountie with Jimmy Hart, you got some British Bulldogs in there, but British Bulldog is there. I don't don't know where I'm going with this. You get one from Shawn Michaels and Sherry and Bret Hart, and then you get the announcement. And this is the big thing. You get the announcement for two new matches at Survivor Series. What are they? The British Bulldog versus the Mountie for the Intercontinental Strap, which is... False. confussling because... False. Clearly, <laughs> they're setting up Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog to have a feud, right? So this is like... But
1: also, Shawn is going to fight Brett for the WWF title?
0: That's the other match. False. That's not false. That happens. Does it? Yeah. Really? Yes. And who wins? I'm not going to tell you. We're going to be watching it in like a couple weeks.
1: False. I've seen this before. It's a work.
0: No, 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 no. This is 1992. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is the second time they meet at a Survivor Series are we sure for they,
1: a title. Are we sure? Are we sure they haven't met before
0: that?
1: Or, or more than twice? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say. At a Survivor stay. Series? Yeah. I wouldn't I don't stake think my so. re- I wouldn't stake my wrestling podcast. No, I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't either. And I'm, uh,
1: reputation on that.
0: But the Iron Man match between them was at WrestleMania, so I mean,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm not gonna say they never faced each other, but I don't think specifically in a title match um, at Survivor Series. I could say that pretty confidently. I mean, I'm probably wrong because I just said that, but uh, yeah. So we're foreshadowing uh, 1997 here, and okay. uh, that's happening. There's a few more promos before the last promo, which is by Jimmy Hart. He comes on and he announces that the natural disasters will not be facing the nasty boys next week. They're gonna be facing Money Inc. instead. Okay. And that's the very last thing that we leave with on this episode. Um, yeah. It wasn't overall a very exciting episode, but we did get the little bit of Survivor Series Info, we got that beautiful stare down between Spittleface and the Dead
1: Man. That was really it. There really wasn't. Well that was
0: done. really it. And then you get the info that there's going to be a title match between, because I mean Jimmy Hart's really in a pickle here. I think we've discussed this in the last episode that you know he's in a pickle because Money Inc wants a title shot and so do the Nasty Boys and he manages both of them. So
1: and we cool. were also told. Gherkins. You're also advised. Pickles. Saskatoon. Would be a place that you might see a man named Yokozuna. We were told Yokozuna was, would be in action.
0: Were, were we? Yes. Oh, they told you at the end? Oh, okay. the very
1: okay. end, they're like, Yokozuna's going to be an action. That's
0: true. They did. You're right.
1: And so that takes us to October th- 31st. My candidate for the best superstars of the year so far. And there's not a lot left. Maybe eight episodes left. Best of the year. Our match rundown.
0: You think this is the best one of the year?
1: Because of what it because of what it represents. No, I
0: don't I don't necessarily disagree.
1: Our match rundown is Yokozuna defeating Bill Jordan.
0: Wait, no to, to, hold that's on. not even the first match. Yeah. You gotta go in order if you're gonna
1: No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in order of the matches we saw at the superstars. Yokozuna
0: the...
1: defeats Bill Jordan. Tatanka against Dale Wolf and Shawn Michaels versus Stevie May in a no contest. But we started with the match that was dark that we didn't see. That was not actually at this event, but that was the Money, Inc. That's right. Natty D's. Must have been like a 15, 20-minute match. One of the best matches on superstars we've gotten. Definitely on my card for one of my favorite of the year. I'd have to... I have to think pretty hard because the walkout at the SummerSlam was pretty dope with Money Inc., but this was cool because they won I the titles. Like,
0: I like a good heel walkout. Fuck it. Count me out. I'm keeping my strap. I, lo- I love it.
1: I mean, it was...
0: You know, it was a good match, especially for a random superstars. You do not expect to see...
1: A title change.
0: A title change or really a good match.
1: And I mean, it, it ends it ends with like the million dollar dream slash sleeper hold on Earthquake and he actually passes out. It's like one of the first times I can remember even going through a rewatch is somebody passes out outside of like Austin passing out from the blood loss, allegedly. I can't really remember a lot where people actually pass out and he passed out and Typhoon was just there and didn't even help him, didn't do anything, didn't break up. the. There's nothing. You just like let it happen. And you're like, wow. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool, and it was pretty cool how like
0: well, we were informed that Jack Tunney has cracked down on the rules, right? And he hired Sergeant Slaughter to uh-huh. enforce them. So maybe that could be partly why he couldn't he didn't interfere.
1: But at the same time, like I don't know if you interfere, what's gonna happen? This is the, this isn't the attitude I era. We don't have people just yelling rules as the matches are going on. Like if you interfere then you're disqualified. You keep your belts. Typhoon just hangs out. Lets him get choked out. Lets them tag multiple times. IRS at one point was on his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> D'Viasi's on earthquakes back. It was just wild to actually they they really exploited um, for the first time at least this year just the real the sheer size of earthquake to make it be like wow, these are two other big guys and like real good guys and like look how much smaller they are. Um, especially now where we are, when we're rewatching in the Attitude Era and you're just seeing the big show, it's just funny when some of these guys are so big that they just make other guys look small. Like IRS looks small on his back, I'm trying to bring him down. But I thought it was pretty cool. What'd you think?
0: Yeah. You forgot to mention the, the silliest part of all is that in the beginning when the nasty boys came out cause they're really pissed cause they want the title shot mm-hmm. and Ted DiBiase just like hands them money <laughs> to try and pay them all.
1: Well, at the end, they come out and they throw Jimmy And then Hart. they come
0: back at the end and they just pick Jimmy hard up over their head and they throw him.
1: And they become faces. That's just their face turn at that point.
0: Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting to see a face turn uh, built on violence like that. Usually, I feel... You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like, it's usually not that. Yeah.
0: It's usually like a sympathetic, like... Uh, I don't know. Like, oh my god. I, I it, it just I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, it was good. Also, like... I kind of like the Nasty Boys. During the rewatch, more than I ever had. And I specifically like them as heels. So, now that they're faces, I'm kind of like, meh. Like, I just don't... You guys as faces, it just doesn't work for me. But yeah, and,
1: and, and when it comes to the Raw stuff, they, they're they just faces. So, then you're just kind of there and you're like, ah, I thought you guys were heels. Like, I remember them as heels. I remember them... They give off wild, wild. Like,
0: smelly first eyes? cousin,
1: twice oh. removed... And, like, his friend that just want to beat up on people, but yeah. they're, like, not really that, like, kind of
0: They're, like, badass. older than you, so yeah. you're, like, but then you look back at them and you're, like, oh, my God, they were such nerds. But they were just older and bigger than me, so I had to like listen to them. Yeah, I had to acquiesce. But then to you realize their, their they're game. really just losers. Yeah. Not that I think the Nasty Boys are. I losers. don't.
1: I don't think they're. I just think it's their gimmick. Mm-hmm. The, the way their gimmick spun around. I like them as bullies, and then when they're kind of not too. bullies, it just kind of is nasty, and I'm out.
0: Yeah, agree.
1: So we had some great promos. I'm seeing uh, there was a Bam Bam sighting, right?
0: Well, first we have to talk about Yokozuna, which happens next.
1: Yeah. Well, the the Yokozuna match. He comes out. It's quick and dirty.
0: What stuck out to you about this the most? This is the first time we've seen him. There aren't vignettes introducing him, at least not on Superstars.
1: The thing that stuck out to me the most about Yokozuna is his size and his agility. So right now, he's not going to be as big as he's going to be in a few years, right? Because we all know what happens to him. He's one of my childhood favorites. Loved him. And it's just his agility. He moves really, really fast for a big guy. Like a really big guy. Um, He has a very distinct style. Right? To me, yeah. obviously, he's a well, sumo wrestler. Clearly. The closest thing to a sumo wrestler. No, but I mean, it's just like... This is... You know... In all the other things that they've done up to this point... Everybody's had a gimmick. But the gimmick has really kind of been related to... I don't know, like a trade or a trait. Right? So you're like, okay. Here's Skinner. He... Hunts and skins and traps animals. Here's oh, Repo no. Man.
0: Oh Is that why he's called Skinner? Because he skins things? Yeah. I don't like that.
1: He skins alligators and oh, Everglades. Oh no! What do you? What?
0: What?
1: What did you think his name meant?
0: I don't know. I thought it was just like, what's up, Buster? What's going on, Buster? Chief? You know, like a Chief. Like a name. Like, what's up, Skinner? It's a Chief could creepy. be the
1: leader of an Indian tribe. No,
0: not like that kind of Chief. But you know, when like an older guy with like a mustache like punches you on the shoulder and they like.
1: Good job, chief. When was the last time you were punched well, on the shoulder I mean, with an old man with a mustache? It wouldn't what happen to me because about? I'm
0: a I'm a woman. People don't call, wouldn't call me a chief. They would call you a, I mean, not that they should because it's a, it's a Native American, but... like Buster or like, um...
1: Hi. I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna stop. I'm your foot. I'm going to run a PSA for you right now, live. <laughs> Hi, I'm your foot. And I don't taste that well in your mouth. So let's get us out. Let's just pull us out. We don't need to chew on it. You're like, you know, when an old man comes up and punches you with a mustache and says, what up, chief? No, Skinner is because he skins animals. I don't like that. And Repo Man is because he steals your shit back. Yeah, okay, but his name isn't
0: like Reeps. If his name was Reeps, I might just think that's a name he got in high school, because he, like...
1: Oh, so, so the fact that he looks like half the Hamburglar, <laughs> does not change well, the, no. fact that, the fact that he creeps around? Like... <laughs> That's not a good example. Like Max Moon is clearly a robot from the future, right? Oh, the... he's
0: from the moon.
1: You got it. You know, Nails <laughs> is a convict. The big boss man is a parole officer.
0: Like Nails. Okay. Why do we call Nails Nails? Well,
1: that's his prison name.
0: That's his prison name. I thought Skinner was just his like Florida hillbilly name. I don't know.
1: It's his name because he skins. I don't want him to. Animals in the Everglades. Like Jake the Snake Roberts. His mm-hmm. name is the Snake because he has snakes. That's a nickname right like macho man that's what Randy i thought was. i didn't
0: i wasn't skinner thinking.
1: is a profession no so you have
0: i don't like it. i don't want to talk about skinner.
1: you have two different kind of types of people you have people that go by like their name or people oh, that go oh. by that so when you see yokozuna
0: you mean like the undertaker
1: right well he's going by his profession you see yokozuna and you're like wow that guy's like a sumo wrestler except yokozuna means like grand champion sumo wrestler that's actually what it means.
0: Right, but the arid lay person watching would
1: know, right. So know. as a kid you're like, That dude is huge and he's the first No, I know obviously Earthquake and Typhoon are there. Andre the Giant was there. But for me anyway, as a kid, he's the first guy I see that goes, Nobody can no nobody can beat that guy. So how are you gonna beat that guy? Right. You can't beat him. And he's so fast and agile for his size that you're like, Nobody's gonna beat him. Yeah. And it's wild because, like, he really he puts it all on display here real quick. A lot of lot of uh, banter back and forth about what's going on with him with Mister Perfect and Vince as they're introducing him. Does a bonsai splash that just looks like it probably would kill you, right? I don't know how those people survive those.
0: Uh well, there's a couple coming up like as we go through this rewatch where it really looks like he bad. It looks bad. It looks like he's just completely squashes some of these guys. Like it does not look like it. It didn't. Yeah, he. It doesn't and, look
1: good. And he's also since he's just here, undergoing the uh, WWF. Um. I like to call it the uh, the Mount Everest, right? the The Mount Everest climb. So he's climbing to the top of a mountain, and then they decide when he's got to the top. But they're gonna start telling you he's undefeated. Nobody's beat him. You can't beat him. They just keep tor- trotting him out and having him squash. The people.
0: indoctrination yeah. is going to begin.
1: You know, like Tatanka's undefeated streak. Like the brainwashing. Like his, yeah, that, and uh, you just you just see him squash people, squash people, squash people. I'm right. on you. And I mean that. And then his obviously his costume. He's got the top knot. He's got the red, the striking red, and he's got the uh, the black traditional sumo trunk. That's what strikes me. These were me.
0: white. These were white, though. I think the ones he he wore. It was maybe red and maybe, white. Maybe these were. Yeah. yeah. What What struck me was just how small he was, because last time I saw him, it was the last time he was there, which I think was 96 or something. I think so, yeah. Maybe maybe beginning of 97. And he is like significantly bigger. So I was like, oh yeah, Yokozuna was small. And I mean, clearly the man's over 500 pounds. He's not a small man at all, but um, he's really agile. I forgot how agile he is. It's wild. Yeah, for a man that size, yeah. Fast. He's really fast.
1: I think we saw a Doink sighting.
0: Well, first, before we see, we do, we do see Doink. But before that, we get um, an event center with, you know, some promos by Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog. But the difference with these promos is, is now Shawn Michaels is going after Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. Bulldog going after the bounty. False. Uh, And then we get a vignette. Bam Bam Bigelow.
1: Bam Bam.
0: And this is cool because I think a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago, you asked like what I was looking forward to. We were talking about what each of us was looking forward to for the, you know, 1993 and Monday Night Raw and all that. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to Bam Bam Bigelow because he's my favorite big guy. And you were really looking forward to Yokozuna.
1: He's my favorite big guy.
0: And here we are. So quick. It was a quick vignette, but Bam Bam is coming. And then we get to Tonka Dale wolf match, and there's a clown in the crowd. And that clown
1: is Doink. Looks like Doink. Well, we can only assume. We can only
0: assume. assume. We, didn't, yeah, we didn't get close to him. We didn't get him. a name. No, they didn't, he didn't introduce a, himself. A
1: description. And this is the original Doink, so this is the dark Doink. Where like he's like a dark clown. He's like an evil-ish clown. Serial killer-ish clown. John Wayne Gacy type vibes. Then later on he becomes sillier when he gets dink and stuff, you know?
0: Which I'm going to say, like... The only doink that should exist is an evil clown doink. I mean, like, once he turns face, it's just so, you know, like, it's just silly. Like, the idea of an evil clown could really be dark and fun. And I, again, I don't want a Monday night quarterback or anything. Monday morning quarterback. I don't want a Tuesday afternoon quarterback. But I like him as kind of an evil clown i like his weird creepy music i like that he's you know i I don't know how do you feel
1: i not a huge fan of clowns it's always kind of been a thing that i'm not a fan of Uh, well no some people are and some people like the clown and it's an honorable profession you know like i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it people that like it people that are into it like hey you know want to hire a clown i'm just never into it and definitely not at this time period when i'm a kid could i handle any of it I,
0: oh, I hated it when I was a kid. I'll, I like it now, looking back. I'm like the evil clown angle is cool, but as a kid, I hated Doink.
1: I personally um, thought the best version is is the the heel, the evil version. But it's also kind of like I can give or take it. I mean, it's important. I mm-hmm. enjoy it. I really wish that you know there, there's something you know some things, and again, not to Monday Morning Quarterback anything either, but there's some things that you almost kind of wish like. If you really wanted to get a bigger push with that or something, maybe it should have had them win something or be more, you know, something. I don't know. It's it's hard sometimes because you don't really know all the backstage stuff and we're watching something 30 years later. Soon it'll be twenty nine. But Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where you just you rewatch it and you're like, This would have meant more if this character became more. But he didn't. So it doesn't. And you're just kinda like, okay.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'm here,
1: you know, like yeah. I, I probably would have liked it more if it was like, yo, this guy's like coming out <laughs> It's wild as it sounds. If he was coming out with a sledgehammer or something like that, you know, like in the world of Triple H, it's like stuff like that where you're like, this is wild, you know, more wild or whatever. If he came out with chairs and was just interfering with the Riz match, but he was, it was more comedic. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can go whatever way you want to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: But like, ultimately
1: without winning anything or doing anything makes it hard.
0: Like maybe instead of turning face, maybe going deeper into the heel. You know, maybe right. his, maybe he wears all black or maybe he leaves really creepy like quote, like little presents for people. like But really creepy ones. You know, like things like that that I think they could have.
1: Imagine if his angle was more like Kane when Kane comes out and he wants to fight The Undertaker and he interferes with every match. Just imagine yeah. if it was like that, where it's like he just appears and interferes with like every you match. You see like a
0: really like creepy ass balloon animal and you're like, shit, it's doing around, Like something like that. Something, yeah. yeah. But
1: yeah. it just, it, it never came to fruit, which is fine. Um, but.
0: You know what? I'm going to say it is fine. It is fine.
1: So, <laughs> it. Um, we oh, also, fine. we had a, uh, a wonderful, 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 timely Chekhov's feather sighting. We saw the feathers back on the model Rick Martell for his promo he's against got Tatanka.
0: His feathers back. Well, and he's Katanka, got Tatanka's
1: feathers that ga- they gave him to him. Don't be an Indian giver. Hashtag model he Rick Martell. Say that he, he did. said that. And we were like, yikes. He did. Oh, uh,
0: Jim Duggan wants you to vote. Yeah, we know that. Well, he wants you again he, consistently. He yes, gets, he's, he's reminding he's still, us because it's okay he, because it's almost gonna be over. Yeah. Um, this is probably the last time he's gonna ask you to vote. Really,
1: it it has to be truly unless has to be. he
0: yeah. We get some Survivor Series reports. We get promos by Bret Hart. Um, Nails. Taker. Oh, yeah. Taker Paul Bearer in the Undertaker's woodshop mm-hmm. workshop while he's making Kamala's casket.
1: Promo of the year. Candidate. There's can- a lot on this it's episode.
0: Good. It's good. It's a good promo. I'm like, there's the workshop. There it is. And he's being a creepy taker. And then the last thing is really... Um,
1: Jen, tell me, about the, mm-hmm. tell me about the Shawn Michaels match again. Tell me about it. I said that there was a match. But tell me mm-hmm. what happens in that match.
0: There's not really much of a match. Okay. So he comes out with Sherry. Sensational. The only way she knows how to be. Right. And she's holding the big heart mirror mm-hmm. that looks like a big Valentine that you'd make, you know, when you were a kid. But there's a mirror in the middle.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and he's like looking at himself and fluffing his hair and doing his Shawn Michaels like showboating thing and then he look and then you see from the crowd someone runs out and in the back of he's looking in the mirror and he sees Marty Jannetty looking back at him Marty Jannetty who came out of the crowd wearing they were either black I think they were black jeans and a Guns N' Roses shirt
1: absolutely legendary Guns N' Roses shirt legendary letting you know that he's still a rocker at heart. Always. Always. Once a rocker.
0: Always, always a rocker. Always a rocker. So Sean freaks out. They start getting into a little bit of like a, a, like a little like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Type thing. And then. Hold on, Jen.
1: What? I, I just, you know, yeah. I, I really. I really think
0: you need to, to tell us what happened.
1: No, 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 no. I need to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Do you think in your heart That for once, you could admit that maybe Sean was a bit of a bitch in this moment. What? I know it's Sean Corner. (laughs) I know you're having your discussion. But tell us what happened. Like, I feel when I watched it, he was being a bitch. You tell me what you think. Those are some some fighting words. I'm just saying.
0: So, what I saw happen. Okay. Was Marty took Sherry's mirror out of her hands.
1: Right. That's what I saw, too. So far, so good.
0: Ripped it right from her hands. She probably broke at least one nail, if not three.
1: He hurt her right there.
0: He broke her nails and she's a beautiful lady and she doesn't deserve that. Agreed. Okay. Then he goes and he starts swinging the mirror. Right? So Sean takes Sherry and tries to throw her out of the way of the mirror. And then Marty has very quick
1: reflexes
0: and sees where he's throwing Sherry and hits her right over the head with the mirror
1: question (laughs) are you narrating this as bobby the brain heenan or because i did not see an act of cowardice jumping through a mirror i saw sean throw sherry in front of the mirror to take that shot for him
0: i don't think he would do that
1: okay all right so that's he's
0: he's too much of a man that
1: everybody is your uh your sean stan corner brought to you by (laughs) becky left the chat where every time Sean does a Sean-like thing, which will be a lot, we'll ask Jen for her hot take, both now and later.
0: Oh, God, it's going to get so much worse.
1: I am well aware, because what I saw versus what you and Bobby the Brain saw <laughs> are two different things, right? R.I.P. Bobby. Like, what I saw and what—reality what versus your perception. Um, how you narrated that was spectacular. But
0: then, then, how I don't think you can argue this— he runs in the back to get the EMTs to go come out and help Sherry. Because he that's needs to get her help. Her, no, that's, me- yes, no. he immediately ran he
1: to get ran, her help because he
0: was so worried he about the they it.
1: Didn't, they didn't even have enough footage left for Fink to say just Shawn Michaels left the building. Because he ran out like a back bitch. <laughs> Love you, Shawn. <laughs> You're a goat. <laughs> but a lot of this was sus. Okay? A lot of this was sus. What I saw was a man take a woman and throw her in the way to eat. A mirror shot. That's what I saw. That's what I I'm saw. It's
0: not really just a woman. I feel like they're kind of making a suggestion that that's his woman, kind of. Oh, ish, yeah. Well, you know? eh, I don't know. Uh. It seems like she's really into him. I don't know if it's really reciprocated.
1: Do you think she's really into him or do you get a lot of the, like, they're recycling, like they're going to recycle the storyline for, uh, you know, Mark Henry, where it's just kind of like she's into all of the good looking boys, right? Like Mark Henry's into all the ladies, like she's into all the boys because she just had a whole thing where maybe she was into the model, maybe not, had to throw cold water on her, still coming out with the boy toy, Sean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, after this, there could be thunder in paradise. Maybe. Maybe.
0: If. If. Maybe if she was thrown in front of the mirror, which I do not think was the case.
1: Okay, Robert.
0: (laughs) If, in a hypothetical world, it was the case, maybe there's a little bit of bitterness Mm. for her affection towards the model Rick Martel.
1: Or maybe what goes around was about to come around with that sugar glass. Oh, (laughs) yeah. But we decided we were going to postpone that. Maybe that's what we did. I don't know.
0: No, and really, like, she really took a shot in the head, too, with that mirror. We watched it a few times. I was like, oof. Well,
1: no, you, as you said, you know.
0: No, but just in... <laughs> Whew, I stand by my...
1: <laughs> you, you, stand, you stand I will by say. your man. <laughs>
0: I will stand by my stance stand on this. Stand by your man.
1: So, let's yeah. check in on our Survivor Series. Yes. Ultimaniacs versus Ric Flair and Razor Ramon.
0: Mm-hmm. As of right now, that's on.
1: Kamala versus Taker. Coffin match. Mm-hmm. I see that coffin
0: being... I think so.
1: Yeah, I think so. First first casket match. And the... Uh, yeah, because
0: they're calling it a coffin match. And then I feel like it does get changed to a casket match, right? Yeah. And
1: then, yeah. They're, then they're promoting this Natty D's Bushwhackers versus Money, Inc. and the Beverly Brothers match. I think that does go off, right? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I really we'll don't find know, out. But I, I think know. that
1: goes off. Then we have the.
0: I feel like I just just wanted to I feel like we're at a very specific time right now, where we kind of don't know what's gonna happen because we didn't pre-watch any of these uh, superstar episodes. Once we yeah. get to Monday Night Raw, we kind of pre-watch those already, so like it might be a little more fresh. But some of this stuff, I really, I don't know exactly how what's gonna happen happens. So.
1: But we didn't watch any of the superstars either going forward.
0: That's true, but we still know the main storylines, but you're right, we didn't.
1: We know some of the main storylines, but, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't, just a lot of content. You know, we're going to have at least one one hour's worth of f- quote-unquote fresh-ish content oh, every yeah, week yeah. that we hadn't seen. Listen, I'm going
0: to try and dig up everything I could find, too, yeah. for 93,
1: but and, that's uh, neither here nor there. And we have that Sean versus Bret Hart title match, which mm-hmm. is completely unearned, I might say. <sighs> No, I, mean, I just mean from a from a storyline. Like, it's it's wild that this is happening now. And how many times it's going to happen in the future. And what it all is going to mean. But it's just, from character standpoint, think about where we were
0: yeah, it's this time, time last
1: year. It was Hulk Hogan. It was Undertaker. They were headlining the Survivor Series.
0: And I feel like a lot of people would say that Taker was in a weird spot right. facing Hulk Hogan and winning. Like... Right. A lot of people do say that. that it was very um, shocking that someone so new yeah. would come in and beat Hulk Hogan. And it it's weird that Bret Hart has the title at this point.
1: But to, I mean,
0: it's it's not for us because we grew up with him as our clear, champ. To be clear, yeah. He's you know? our
1: champ. And and but Bret Hart's the, one of my favorite. One of my favorite of all time. Period. Me too. Bret Hart. Yeah, Like a personal, like, Mount Rushmore. He's definitely, yeah. he's around there. They may be putting a statue up there for me. Like, for me, like, the the two or three draws of me watching wrestling was Tatanka, Bret Hart.
0: <laughs> Back then? Okay.
1: Yokozuna. Yeah. And Razor Ramon. Those are the draws. Yeah. Because Razor Ramon was the epitome of the coolest, baddest dude. Right? That's just, that's what he is. He literally oozes machismo.
0: I don't think anybody would disagree with that.
1: And because at the time... Like, especially early on when I first started watching wrestling. He's kind of sort of the biggest guy, but he's not. Because, like, The Undertaker is bigger. And Diesel's going to be bigger. But there's this time right now where, like, The Undertaker is kind of in his own universe. The
0: thing is, Diesel's not there yet. Sid's gone and
1: he's probably the same size as crush same height so it's not like that's it and crush is a face so there's really there's really nobody that you're putting him side by side that you can tell the difference and
0: undertaker is huge but he's like like you said he's he's like in his own realm like you don't Mm -hmm. especially at this point is he even human you know and it's like he's like this weird dark character so you don't kind of look like him look at him like he's a human
1: you know it's yeah like, yeah you, you don't look at him you look at him as like a force of nature and then yeah. you see Razor Ramon you're like that's just cool dude you know and just just even all his vignettes and then like I said with the Zuno, you're like man that's a big fucking dude
0: yeah yeah you
1: know and then Brad's well, just I think it'll be Brett. fun
0: at the end of the year when we do our year wrap-up we should talk about who would be on our our personal Mount Rushmore's for the year because I don't think I can do one for wrestling of all time. I really can't pick well, only four of my favorite guys, but I can for the year.
1: I'm going to tell you right now. Out We're of not all, doing all Out of all the Survivor Series combatants, mm-hmm. we are going to draft our own one-on-one draft, our own perfect Survivor Series team based on who they are this year. Two weeks. Sounds great. 2 weeks we're going to draft our team on Survivor Series night to start off who we think would be our best team. Now it's only people that are competing in it so you can't have Sean Oh. Because he's in the title match. can't have anyone in a match that's not in... It would just be anyone available in those uh, four-person matches.
0: That's not fun, but okay. How is it not
1: fun? There's plenty of people. Okay, so you're going to be like, I want Shawn Michaels and pull him out of his title shot? Like, what are we talking about? We're
0: talking hypotheticals.
1: Right, and hypothetically... Who even said
0: I would take Shawn Michaels? Hypothetically... I might might be taking Marty Jannetty. I don't know.
1: Hypothetically, last year they had an awesome match that we saw... When it was Ric Flair and Bret Hart and all those guys, that was a, that cool, was a match. cool match. That like you could have had to have those guys on your team.
0: Well, this is what I'm saying is that like I would want Bret there too. But you so. can't
1: because he's a champion. He's not participating in those matches. You're I making your like
0: rules that you make.
1: Listen, I'll take Bret as my champion at the top of my card. You can have Shawn, right? Okay. Okay, so you get those. My two. champion
0: will beat your champion.
1: Right. It's okay. Happened,
0: it's happened before.
1: So you just put that into a vacuum. Then you're gonna have the IC people put that into a vacuum. Then we have the other people that are in their Survivor Series. That's where you can draft your top team. Be like, my top team versus your top team. Get ready. So listen. As it starts to acquiesce. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to come for that number one spot. And I'm getting I'm getting, I'm getting one of two guys. And I'm going to be happy with either one. Maybe even one of three guys. But I'm going to be happy with one of two. I just told you who one might be. He may be a bad guy. You know what I mean? feuds Mm -hmm. what do we got
0: so some of the feuds are changing um new one we got a brett sean feud that's kind of been simmering kind of not like it's not
1: well it was an IC feud and it was turned it into a regular one
0: now it's a regular match feud and i don't know i'm curious to watch this match because they do put on a good match Especially back then when they actually got along. I'm they, curious they to watch have the- good in ring chemistry. I'm
1: curious to watch this match because I just don't feel at this point that Sean has the kind of He just doesn't have the juice right now in a way that like he just doesn't feel like I just this version of him doesn't him with Shari doesn't feel like he's ready to be that guy right this second.
0: Oh it's, well, it's not it's not it's,
1: it's not just this second. It's not that he can't do it or anything because we know he's like I said he's one of the goats. But it's just that right now, it just doesn't feel this 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 part of it doesn't feel right. Honestly, I would have loved to have seen like a Brett Flair rematch, like an actual match. I would have loved to have seen um, you know, like, because the thing with Flair, obviously we know that that's not going to happen, but the thing with him is just that he's so like, was so into coming back and getting the title back and they had planned A, B, C, D, you know, it just would have been like, oh, okay. It's just but a But obviously weird... we know he's leaving, so it's not going to happen, but like that would have been cool or even like a Razor Ramon type thing.
0: That's, that's the thing. It's just, I think... Just a real bad guy. But that happens at the Royal Rumble, I think. It's Brett... Um, razor.
1: But doesn't Sean... And it's
0: weird. It's all, it's all just feels so weird because it's like all the older guys and the guys that were big for so long just kind of poof.
1: Doesn't Sean give you a lot of like terrier puppy energy right now though? Mm. Like he's he, he's gonna be bad but he's just got that energy. He's like a little
0: pit bull puppy. He's like a pit bull. Right I was giving like him
1: more like... like Jack Russell because... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he gives me pit energy. He's like a pit bull.
1: Well, I mean, that's the British... I feel like the British Bulldog kind of...
0: The British Bulldog is a bulldog.
1: No, I know, but... Literally. I'm, but but I'm saying... He's a
0: bulldog. He is built Shawn like Michaels. a bulldog. He has bulldogs. He talks, like, slower. He's I not... just
1: don't... Shawn Michaels isn't that... My point is he's just given a lot of, like, he's gonna be something big.
0: I feel like you're trying to make me stan right now no, and i'm not going to do it
1: no because because i think the one thing that Shawn michaels always has always has is the minute he becomes this character the character is always on point the character is like a nine and a half right and if anything it only ratchets up by very tiny tenths one a tenth of a 100 point of how good he is at being the character it's just more the he just doesn't have the body of work as a solo person yet where you're like okay this guy doesn't mean he can't he just doesn't have it yet it reminds me a lot of you know i'm looking here as i'm looking but it reminds me a lot of kind of like the young rock where he didn't have the character but had the moves so it was like the opposite like he could do all the stuff in the ring he could do it but he just didn't have the character he didn't have the Like, he didn't have, in his case, that full-on heel turn and then to the point that he was almost gone. The Rock, yeah. yeah. And then when he's like, I'm the people's champion, I'm this. And he just kept saying it. And it just was completely not true, right? But then everybody just got on board. And then it's just legendary, right? Because people didn't care. People just didn't like him. And he just kept doing it and doing it. I'm the people's champion. Like, it just... All my millions of fans and everybody's booing him, and it's just so good, it's you good. know. Yeah. and the other person, the person that I feel like the most that we've seen, at least in in our uh, you know '90s watch, that came out right out the gate, that had it all, was like Kurt Angle, because he he has the ability to talk to the crowd and like he just to play that character, and yeah, he also yeah, can yeah. do the moves. Like he just needs to learn as we're watching we're watching a tail end of 99 just needs right
0: but it's hard to compare because more of a body
1: work he just needs more i'm saying sean just needs more of a body I don't, work. i don't, I don't disagree way, yeah.
0: I, I, what i'm saying is that it's weird not for us but in a way watching so it could be it could feel like weird that brett's in the position he's in out of nowhere right away that could be like well it's cool it's awesome it's extremely well deserved but it's shocking and i do agree that that sean doesn't have the body work right now i'm not disagreeing on that I agree with you.
1: I mean, that, that's all I'm saying. But yeah. then, then when you look at the industry and you look at the business, it's like, well, if if you're in the know and you know, Bret Hart's got it and he's had it and he's connected with the fans in a way, especially with the 100%. kids wanting the glasses. And that's been going on for a long time and that whole thing. And especially considering where they want to take this next year. Um, it's pretty cool because I do know, um, I would say I'm with 99% certainty. I know who's going to win the Royal Rumble.
0: Oh, I know who's yeah
1: know kind of how that's going to shake out and i know about how they're setting up and creating this this you know mega villain and i think that's just really cool you know this this mega this mega heel is what they're creating and right now we don't have it and that's the one thing we're missing so you really can't have that good face until you have that good heel and we kind of we lost it with our older guys they just fell off a cliff quick um so it kind of sucks but yeah i mean that's that's all i really got here for this episode do you have anything else you want to add
0: I mean, most of the feuds are the same, I guess.
1: Yeah, everything's the same. I mean, we got Mountie Bulldog, Kamala Taker. Yeah, we, we got, got the
0: the the Nasty Boys and Money Inc. Now kind of have a little thing going on. We got Tatanka Martel back on. Um, Kamala Taker still nails Big Bossman. Big Bossman still, and now we kind of got a little bit of Marty and Sean starting to
1: something to simmer. Something
0: to simmer. Um, but, who won these two weeks for you?
1: The winner of these two weeks for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to a team. It's Money Inc.
0: I'm gonna give it specifically to Ted DiBiase.
1: Okay, I, and I was fine with that. I was gonna give it to Ted DiBiase <laughs> too, but I'm gonna say Money. I, I I'm just gonna give it to Money Inc. in general because I feel like this is their this is where they need to be. This is exactly where they need to be. They need to be the heels. They need to be in charge. They need to have the belt because. There is nothing like having a strong heel tag team to get that division exciting. You know, you and I always talk a lot about how the Intercontinental Championship really uh, can drive the show a lot, especially in the mid-90s and stuff like that. Because for the most part, your heavyweight champ. You know, it's going to be Sean a lot, Brett, Yokozuna, those guys. And you want to see them in their matches. And they do put on good matches. And they put on great pay-per-views. And we're not talking about that. But it's just that IC title that they got to kind of carry a lot of the load and when it's in the hands of someone that's not as good like it just doesn't seem as important that's 100%. not about being good it's just a matter of their overall between their character as well as their in-ring ability that's what really makes it like when it, when they can get those two things an average to be like eight eight and a half and you're like okay this is great Yeah. you know so like when razor has it you're like yeah because yeah. you're just it's so good and he's so good when he has it because he has the character already built and like he has the few moves. Perfect, and he it. Well, right? Yeah. I mean, perfect. No, I agree with it. you. I agree. You know, right now, when Davy Boy's got it, Davey we haven't, Boy's haven't
0: even fucking seen it. Well, we have even. Never
1: mind. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say we have, but Davy Boy, Davy Boy is just it. Just it does. It just doesn't. Feel, it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel like it has no. energy. And then when Sean gets, it I love it, him, but it doesn't. Yeah, I love Davy Boy too. He's one of my favorites. When Sean gets it, then that energy's there. That yeah. juice is there. Because again, you when you're, Sean you're gets it, it feels two.
0: like it might as well be that. The, the championship. The regular, right. regular title. He and, and treats that's it the same. When
1: Razor gets it, same. Mm-hmm. You know? And even when Goldust has it a little at the beginning, it's cool. <laughs> there's certain people that like have it and it's cool. And then, you know, when Brett had it and then there's other people that have it and it just kind of feels like, okay, like they have it and you just kind of really don't care about their match and then that's what sucks because when that happens then it kind of takes a lot of the energy out of the show because that IC title is important. It's important to have those mid-card matches to keep things going. And, and that's how you know you got a really strong product.
0: Who lost the week?
1: The loser of the week is whoever the fuck got squashed by Ugozuna.
0: Oh. <laughs> Bill Jordan? Period. I was going to say Jimmy Hart.
1: Uh, no, 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 no. Jimmy
0: Hart. Jimmy Hart never loses. He got his face...
1: Nasticized?
0: Nasticized in an armpit.
1: Nah, he He never was loses.
0: in a pickle and now he's in an armpit.
1: He never loses. Jimmy Hart can't lose. It's not
0: possible. Jimmy Hart.
1: Best dressed. Macho man. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. He's got his uh, <laughs> Ultimate Maniacs glasses on. He's ready to go. Always oh, the match. What about you?
0: I'm gonna go with Marty Jannetty.
1: Okay, he's got that's best. true.
0: I always appreciate seeing these guys in their civilian clothes. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a sweet Guns N' Roses shirt. So I'll give it to Marty Jannetty.
1: You- I go pro. Are you a body? Are you a body? (laughs) Do you want it? IcoPro could be there for you.
0: Okay, I'll remember that.
1: I can't wait until we actually have this like corner where we're gonna have like multiple video game ads and Uh. also like Slim Jim ads and also IcoPro. So like really. Who cut the best promo, right? Like which one makes you wanna go out and buy that product. Who
0: cut the best ad. Yeah. You know what I love? I love when they're like playing the video game. Like in the back room or sometimes at like the commentator desk. They're just like playing the video game. That's with each other. I
1: I love I think my favorite part as being a gamer, which shocking. Like wrestling, I'm a gamer, whatever.
0: You're so salty, whatever. Yeah, well I, just like, I play like games. Yeah,
1: whatever. <laughs> Read comic books. It's okay. Get a life. I but know, obviously
0: nerds is fine. Right.
1: But I'm saying my favorite part is when you watch someone in a commercial playing a video game that clearly is not even attempting to mimic something on the screen. And they're just like, it looks like a lot of times they look like like I can only say it like nothing, anything, but they look like a primate that's like trying to <laughs> like, build a shed or something, and you gave them a hammer. Like, they just, like, like they just... This is just me jamming into my phone as if I'm playing a video. Like, that's what they look like. They're just bashing something, and it's like, that's not how the game works. You don't do that like that. Like, it just looks so cheesy.
0: It's like if you know how to play an instrument at all, and you watch people yes. pretend to play nope. musical instruments on movies or tv shows and they're just pretending and they didn't learn like it that drives me crazy like people who pretend to play guitar or you know yes, any it's, kind it's of string like, instrument or anything. It's, it's like, like here, oh God, just learn the
1: learn here, the basic here's some hammers and nails build a house and there's donk donk hitting it's like that's what they look like they're like it just they do not look like they're so re- remotely playing the games that's mm. always but because that's always like a bugaboo i'm like there's fucking four buttons on the controller. Like a Sega Genesis controller had three fucking buttons. How are we gen- How are we going like this? Like how are we using four fingers in a vertical way? Like this. Playing the game. Nothing though will be when we... And I'm going to tell you every time it happens. It is... <sighs> my energy. Recharges my back. When I see these people that are now like 60. Looking at a computer and doing computer related things in like a little hey, well, chat room and they're just doing the two finger typing
0: and it's like the old DOS system like yep. the old computer that like Dell just, and you're like you're oh, looking
1: man. and you're like oh my god because again they didn't have typing glasses they never used computers they probably didn't even have computers in the fucking house you know and what we grew up with that so we you know
0: do you know what I'm you know what energizes me what was that the hotline that's true <laughs> when they Bring in the hotline.
1: I love when they bring the hotline, then they have to like jam out the numbers. Like, please don't call this one nine hundred number right now. I love the voting. Like, like let's yes, vote to release the... Shawn Michael's uh, medical records.
0: Should we reinstate Macho Man?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, when they were release, <laughs> release like, like call call hip- the hotline <laughs> to get a recorded message from Diesel's uh, you know Diesel's hip- doctor. Are I'm are like HIPAA, HIPAA I don't. I don't know. This is this the correct application of HIPAA, but. <sighs>
0: All right, I think that we've covered everything.
1: We've said it all. Listen,
0: don't forget to vote.